Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody, I'm Stephen and I'm presenting today's Coach House Beacon. I want us to have a look at baptism, that is water baptism, which in the Christian church is a sacrament, the other being the Lord's Supper or Communion. Baptism in water is something that new believers in Christ go through to symbolise their dying to sin and their ungodly old ways of life and rising to newness of life in Jesus. Baptism didn't start with John the Baptist in the River Jordan, nor was it something that the church invented. In fact, in fact the baptism that we practice and, and that John practised has its roots in Judaism. And for this article, I'm indebted to the Ministry of Messianic Bibles for Israel. John baptised with water, but in a few days you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. That's in Acts chapter 1 verse 5. Many Christians think that baptism originated with the Yeshua's, that is Jesus' cousin, Yochanan or John, who is known in the Bible as John the Baptist. But baptism is a biblical ritual that has been practiced regularly by all of Israel since the days of Moses. The word baptism comes from the Greek word baptizo, which primarily means a thorough change of condition accomplished through immersion. It is written in Bibles to take the place of the Hebrew word tavila, which means to totally immerse. This ritual immersion in water is carried out in a mikvah, which is a Hebrew word meaning gathering of waters. For the observant Jew, the mikvah personifies both the womb and the grave, and consequently rebirth. It is regarded as a pure, unadulterated avenue of connection with God, and for that reason it is a place where hope is reawakened and strengthened. The mikvah, therefore, plays an important role in preparation for marriage and Yom Kippur to the purification of menstruant women. Tevila, that is full body immersion, marks a change of status from being tamay or to tahor, that is, from being ritually unclean, impure or unfit for the presence of God, to ritually clean. This is necessary because any time a person is to come into the presence of God, they must come tahor, that is, they must be pure. Entering a mikvah, therefore, is recommended in Scripture for a number of common life events. For example, it was forbidden to come into the presence of God in the temple without first passing through a mikvah. Today, Chasidic men or ultra-Orthodox Jews enter the mikvah before Shabbat, that is the Sabbath, and some even go every day of the week before morning prayers. Scripture instructs that anyone who becomes ritually unclean through contact with a dead or diseased person needs to be immersed in water before re-entering the temple. A mikvah was also to take place after a leper had been declared healed by the priest. The Lord said to Moses, These are the regulations for the diseased person at the time of his ceremonial cleansing. He must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water, and he will be clean, 
That's from Leviticus chapter 14, verses 1 through 4 and verses 7 and 9. As well, a woman who completes her menstrual cycle needs to be immersed before resuming sexual relations with her husband. That's Leviticus 15, 19 through 24. This commandment is still observed today. The rabbis explain that this period of abstinence, called the Nidah, teaches husbands and wives the need for discipline, respect and moderation. In the most traditional Jewish mikvah, a woman must thoroughly wash her entire body, even down to her finger and toenails, before entering the mikvah. Today, one of the most widely practiced uses of the mikvah is in the pre-wedding preparation of the bride and groom. It's a way of becoming ritually pure before the marriage. There is no better way to enter a marriage than to start off being pure. The bride is immersed as close to the wedding ceremony as possible, even on the afternoon before the ceremony. It's customary for Chasidic men to go to the mikvah before their wedding as well, and today many observant Jews have also taken on this custom. The significance of a mikvah Obviously, the primary significance of the mikvah isn't for physical cleansing, but to symbolise a spiritual cleansing. The Apostle Peter tells us that the waters of immersion is not the removal of dirt from the body, but one's pledge to keep a good conscience towards God through the resurrection of Yeshua the Messiah. That's 1 Peter 3.21. The prophet Ezekiel also speaks of gaining a spiritual renewal through cleansing waters. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. It's Ezekiel 36.25. A mikvah was often a body of natural water, such as a river, lake, spring, or any naturally fed gathering of water. Over time, however, it became common to construct special pools. Archaeological digs in Israel have revealed several of these man-made mikvot, that's the plural word, in the Second Temple compound as well as in the Judean desert, built by the Qumran community, otherwise known as the Essenes. Modern-day visitors to Jerusalem can see the remains of these ritual baths near the southern wall excavations. Immersion baths have also been uncovered at Masada, at the Herodian, and all over the land of Israel. Born again, a Jewish term. A man who wants to become Jewish must undergo two main requirements, circumcision and immersion. A woman must also be immersed when converting to Judaism. When Gentile converts go down into the waters of the mikvah, they leave behind their pagan ways, symbolically dying to their old life, and come up after the water as a newborn child with an, an entirely new identity. They are in essence reborn. The Talmud, which is the oral law, states, when he comes up after his immersion, he is deemed an Israelite in all respects. That's from Yevamot 47b. Rabbi Yo says the Talmud, says in the Talmud, one who has become a proselyte, that is a convert to Judaism, is like a child newly born. That's from Yevamot 48b. So we see that the term born again originated in Judaism. 
Understanding that the term born again referred to a con conversion to Judaism sheds light on the conversation between Yeshua and the sage Nicodemus in the book of John. Nicodemus wondered, how can a man be born when he is old? He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? That's John 3, 4. From his Jewish perspective, Nicodemus essentially asked, how can I convert to Judaism if I am already a Jew? Yeshua answered, A man must be born of water and spirit. John 3.5 He was explaining to Nicodemus that we cannot rely on our Jewishness or any other heritage to enter the kingdom of heaven. A conversion of our spiritual condition is necessary for salvation. Judaism regards the mikvah as a symbolic expression of rebirth. The mikvah represents the mother's womb, which is called in Hebrew, rekem. This comes from the same root as the Hebrew word for mercy, which is rahama. Immersing fully into the waters of the mikvah is like re-entering the womb, the place of mercy and of God's creative power. Emerging from the mikvah is like being born again. Immersion in a mikvah also represents death and resurrection. A person underwater enters a death-like state, like a person descending into a grave. When he comes back out of the water, he comes back to life as a new creation. When we are immersed into Yeshua HaMashiach, that means Jesus the Messiah, we also become a new creation. Therefore, if anyone is in Messiah, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Paul understood this death and rebirth imagery of the immersion and compared it to the death and resurrection of Yeshua. Don't you know that all of us who were immersed into Messiah Yeshua were immersed into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism, that is immersion, into death, in order that just as Messiah was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. That's Romans 6, 3-4. Yeshua, the mikvah, hope of Israel. In Hebrew, the word mikvah has the same root letters as the word hope. The great prophet Jeremiah used the word mikvah in the sense of hope. O Hashem, the hope, mikvah of Israel, all who forsake you will be ashamed because they have forsaken Hashem, the fountain of living water, Jeremiah 17:13. Hashem is Hebrew for the name. Observant Jews use it rather than saying the divine name, Yahweh. When believers are immersed in the waters of the mikvah as a declaration of faith in Yeshua, they have the hope of a new life, a new beginning in him. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope, that is, a tikva and a future. Jeremiah 29.11 Immersion and Repentance In the Brit that is the New Testament, John arrived in the desert, this is John the Baptist, and began proclaiming the message that Yeshua would also proclaim after his own immersion. Turn from your sins to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Confessing their sins, they were immersed by him 
in the Jordan River. That's Matthew 3, 1 through 6. His message of turn and repent is the message of Teshuva. Teshuva is a familiar message during the High Holy Days of Rosh Hashanah, that is New Jewish New Year, and Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. During these feasts of the Lord, Israel is to assess her spiritual condition and turn back to God. The chronology in the Gospels reveals that John's arrival took place in the fall or autumn, which is the time for these feasts. The mikvah would have been a sign of inward cleansing in spiritual preparation for the holy days. Yeshua himself entered the waters of mikvah at this time. It is evident from Yeshua's final instructions below that tevila or mikvah would play a part in making all the Gentile nations into Talmudim, that is, disciples of the Jewish Messiah. He said, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, immersing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, Yeshua, and of the Ruach HaKodesh, that is, the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28:19. May you experience great joy as you are cleansed and transformed by the power of His Holy Spirit through Tavila, immersion in the mikvah. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for the continuity of your word and the teaching about purity before you. Please, Lord, make us pure through faith in you. Thank you for the sacrament of baptism through which we testify to our faith in you. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org